This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I have this straight. Uh, tell me if I leave anything out, Ironhead. We have a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, spewing noxious chemicals into the air, killing chickens and fish and, and making human beings sick. It's wild. Uh, it's frightening. It's literally right out of a uh, movie. Uh, we, have, uh, uh, un- we have no answers to what was flying over our country and Canada, things we shot out of the sky. They're still not telling us what the, uh, telling us what shape they are. They're cylindrical and octagons and uh, we're shooting them down with sidewinder missiles. uh, And we do not know four days after the first one uh, of the three over the weekend, we still don't know what they are. They're not telling us what they are. We have, War in Ukraine, we have a wide open southern border. We have crime in the streets out of control. We have uh, inflation numbers that are out of control, worse than expected. I'm not sure what Biden's going to say about that today. Somehow he'll spin it and say his, his, his programs, his plan is working beautifully. Um, but uh, we here's what was occupying our president yesterday. Junk fees. He was uh, tweeting or somebody was tweeting for him about concert, uh, the price of concert tickets and airline baggage fees. I don't know if I've ever seen a better example of, uh, of this, the incompetence of this administration. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to say it's, it's hard to say it's not the best example I've ever seen. We have Buddha judge as the, as the train is burning and spewing this poison into the air talking about racist construction companies. We will get to that clown. It's hard to say. It's, it's one of those days where you can't even, you can't even say which member of this administration is the most incompetent. It's, it's always hard to say that uh, with the competition between uh, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and uh, Pete Buttigieg and Mayorkas on the border. But man, this is a bizarre week, a scary week. And you just have to wonder, are they, is this, is this, is this by design? I mean, honestly, these people are so tone deaf, so, so unserious. This is an unserious administration in a very serious time. I thought we would know yesterday for certain what we shot down, but no, they won't even rule out aliens. They won't even rule out uh, aliens from outer space. They're being asked about it, and they say, we're ruling nothing out. We will we will play the question. A New York Times reporter asked a general if he's ruling out uh, extraterrestrial beings flying over our country, and we're shooting them down. But uh, they won't say. We'll get to the we'll get to the general. We have we have so much to get to here. I hate to I hate to say I have another a theme, but I think today's theme might be uh Dumb, dumb women. We have Sonny, Sonny Huston. We have Chelsea Handler. We have uh, Soledad O'Brien. She, she never fails uh, to, to say something really stupid. Every time she tweets or talks, she says something really stupid. We have Mayor Wu in Boston. They named the panel, the reparations panel. And uh, somehow I think the thing was rigged. We have two high school kids and a college kid who are going to decide how much White people in Boston have to pay black people for slavery, for, 
it's just a bizarre day, but we have to start with the, the, uh, the, the biggest question of all, what, what are we shooting down? What are these things? Are we ever going to get answers? I, I find it so bizarre. We knew about the spy balloon for a week flying over our country, uh, gathering intelligence. We knew what states it flew over. Hell, we knew what size it was. We had pictures. We had witnesses. It made it to South Carolina after it was done gathering all the intel. And then Joe Biden gave the order and had it shot down over the, uh, over the Atlantic Ocean, off the coast, off the coast of South Carolina. Um, so they do that. We're all good. Everyone's saying, Meg, good, good job. Way, way, way to go. The, uh, yeah, we're done with that. We're gathering the intelligence and we were moving on. A day later, there's an object uh, over Alaska that we shot down. Let me make sure I have this straight. February 10th, a car-sized object over Alaska. February 11th, a cylindrical object over Canada. And February 12th, an octagon over Lake Huron, only 20,000 feet up. We send uh, F-16s to shoot them down. We found out yesterday, by the way, that we missed one time. We missed one shot of the object, I believe, over Lake Huron with a million-dollar missile, and then we shot again and got it. And the follow-up for everybody is, what did we get? What was it? This, there has never been, in, in this has never happened. There's never been an unidentified flying object over this country that we shot down and did not know what it was. Um, we're all set with the balloon, Joe. We're done with the balloon. We're moving on. We, now we want to know what the cylinder is. Now we want to know what the octagon is. And they won't tell us. <laughs> Yesterday, John Kirby, who they bring in when they think the job is too big for uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, I predicted, I don't know, a few months ago that he would, she'd be fired or step down or take a job on CNN and John Kirby would slide into the, the big chair. That hasn't happened yet for, yeah, for one reason and one reason only. John Kirby is white, he's male, and I think he likes girls. That's three reasons. But, uh, and, and so he doesn't check any boxes, so they continue to march out the completely inept, cringe Jean-Pierre. But uh, Kirby said nothing yesterday. He wouldn't answer what any of these objects were. He wouldn't answer where they're from, what they were doing. Just leaves you hanging. And you're sitting there going, we, we, we have a right to know what our military is shooting over, shooting out of the sky, over our homes, over our land. This is, this is remarkable. This, this administration is so, so inept and just so in over its head. And while all this is going on, let's get to it. Let's get to our president. He uh, tweeted uh, yesterday afternoon, the Junk Fee Pre Prevention Act would stop airlines from charging families to sit together. Baggage fees are bad enough. They shouldn't be able to treat your kid like a piece of luggage. He's, again, he's going back to his bizarre um, uh, issues uh, or, or accomplishments uh, from last week's State of the Union. He's going back to that. He also has... Uh, we're going to end unfair service fees on tickets to concerts and sporting events and make companies disclose all fees up front. Now, that's fine. You want to do that? I'm all in. You want to get rid of junk fees? I think it's a pretty popular thing. I don't think people care about junk fees when we have 
unidentified flying objects flying over our homes or trains uh, derailing and going up in, a, in balls of fire, killing, killing all the fish in the area, homes being evacuated. Again, that's one of those deals where the administration is not that concerned because most of the people affected by the, uh, the derailment in East Palestine, Trump voters, that's Trump country. They're white, they're working class. So Pete Buttigieg doesn't care. Pete Buttigieg did an appearance yesterday or did a contract. It's the uh, National Association of Counties and it was in DC and he didn't talk about the derailment. The biggest story of the day didn't talk about the derailment, talked about how the people in in, uh, construction companies should look like the communities in which they're doing construction. So he knows that the people do wearing the hard hats. He thinks the people wearing the hard hats are the wrong color. That's all he cares about. That racist roads, racist construction companies, you know, racial everything. Everything. He's, he's like everyone else in the administration. He's a uh, a quota hire, as we all know. He'd have been fired a year ago if he liked girls, uh, but uh, he doesn't. So he's uh, he's safe, and he's actually he's actually. Uh, discussed as a possible uh, successor to Joe Biden, which is comical. He was a failed mayor of a small city in Indiana, and now he is a failed transportation secretary. We've had one disaster after another, and I guess it's a victory if he's not out of the country or on maternity leave, if he's actually in the country and can uh, do his job. But you look at this has got to be the biggest transportation crisis in the two years he's been in office, and he doesn't seem to care. What, what do we have him talking about here, Ironhead? Is it the racist construction companies? Yes, of course. Yes. Again, priority. This is the priority of the administration as the smoke is billowing and the chickens are dying in, in, in Ohio. Go ahead, let's listen. To work with your contractors, uh, to work with your community colleges on building a workforce that reflects the community. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them, but everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing doing the good paying jobs, don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. You can build community wealth that will help close wealth gaps in this country if we can tear down those barriers. But that happens at the delivery level. Oh God! Just, I mean, honest to God, I, 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 I didn't. He's he's the worst. He's the absolute worst. I was talking to a construction guy I know in Boston, and he said they have they have uh, rules. You can't bid on a job if you don't have enough <clears throat> minorities, and they will do anything they can. They are trying their best to find to fill quotas, and sometimes he said they they hire a minority. And, it, and they, they won't even be trained or, care or or have any knowledge of the job there has to do. But the city doesn't care. They just come around. They count the black faces or the females. I don't know if they how they do with the with, with the gay thing. But they do everything in their power to find as many qualified minorities as they can. And it's usually it's not enough. They have to just. The, the, he told me they literally will sometimes bring a, a, a black or a woman on board and just say, 
uh, you don't have to do anything. You know, you just have to be here when the city comes and checks. You can sit over there. You put your hard hat on, make your $67 an hour, but you don't have to do anything. That's all the city cares about. That's all the state cares about. These rules, these laws are in place. and, and, And this guy is still obsessed with it and obsessed with it literally while the fire is burning in Ohio. He's just, he's a disgrace. He really is. The latest, by the way, is bizarre. I mean, it's, you have people who are claiming their, their children are getting sick. People who are uh, forced out of their homes. This is from, uh, what is this from? Daily Mail. Daily Mail's got a just chilling story about this. Uh, many news media outlets, CNN is ignoring it. The Drudge Report doesn't have anything on this. For some reason, it's one of those stories that has become political. They're not going to cover it, even though <laughs> the fish are dying. Health concerns for Ohio residents are growing after a train carrying toxic chemicals crashed and engulfed surrounding neighborhoods in black smoke. East Palestine resident Melissa Henry told the AP her youngest son's eyes turned red as a tomato and he was coughing before the family evacuated. Uh, uh, Another resident in North Lima, 10 miles away, had her six chickens die after the chemical fire started. Uh, This was an interesting one. Taylor Holzer, a registered fox keeper who lives outside the evacuation perimeter, said all her foxes were ill and one had died. Dead fish were also spotted in waterways around the scene after the incident. This uh, vinyl chloride is being spewed into the air, this deadly toxin. And uh, I guess if Buttigieg were to go there, it would be to make sure the cleanup crews have enough black faces or enough females or enough gay guys. That would be what he would care about. Not sure... Uh, uh, at what point uh, Buttigieg wakes up and says, uh, I look like a clown. I sound like a clown. He is a, again, if there were, if this was, were anyone with any competence, anyone who was on the ball in this administration, he'd have been out at a long time ago. He is really bad at the job and there are really important things going on and he cares about nothing, but the, but the immutable characteristics of people in whatever neighborhoods. I mean, did you ever think, look at a construction guy in a hard hat uh, and say uh, he doesn't look like the people in the area in which he's doing the construction? I mean, it just, it's, it, if, the, if you told him there aren't many w- women applying for these jobs, these, this construction job, he wouldn't care. He'd say, you do got to do it anyway. You must have women. You must have uh, black people, Hispanic, uh, gay guys, you must have certain number of each guy. Will, will the quality of work suffer? Maybe he doesn't care. He doesn't care. As long as they check the boxes, which is all this administration cares about. Oh no. They care about checking boxes and junk fees, junk fees as we're shooting down unidentified flying objects. Let's get to this because God, this is amazing. Um, they have told us nothing. We talked about it yesterday. They've, they've said nothing. They've gotten asked a lot of questions. And even the media, even their friends, their supporters in the media, which is most of the media, are getting a little frustrated, wondering why we are, why we are not being told what is going on. This is unprecedented. It's never happened. And I guess 
it wouldn't, it doesn't really matter because if they do answer questions, if they do try to explain it, they will lie. That's what they did about the balloon, the the balloon that went across the country and they shot down over South Carolina. They lied about it. They said it happened under Trump happens all the time. That was not true. Everybody, Pompeo and Mike Esper and everybody said, uh, John Ratcliffe said never happened. And you know what? Reasonable people, people that don't even like Trump know that this would have never happened. Trump would probably shoot down Snoopy in the Macy Day Parade <laughs> if, he, uh, if he felt like it. He would be the first one to shoot down a Chinese spy balloon. We don't know why they waited, Biden waited for it to cross the country and do all of the intelligence. Maybe we'll never know because they don't come clean about anything. This is the least transparent administration I've ever seen. And it's one thing to, uh, to, to lie about dumb little stuff as we talk about all the time with Biden about things he's done, things he did in school or drove a 18 wheeler. It's another thing to lie or not tell us who is, who is invading our country here? Who is, who is in those, or there's no one in them, but who's running the, who's sending those objects over our country and what are they doing? Are they just surveilling? Are they spying? Are they meteorology? What, what, what is going on here? That is the question. And uh, there are no answers. I watched Kirby yesterday. He said nothing. And then cringe, cringe Jean-Pierre. Let's, let's get to her because she's always good for this. But cringe Jean-Pierre was asked about uh, the aliens thing. I mean, I guess if you're getting no answers, it's okay to do this, but it sounds so stupid. This is the spokesman for the president of the United States being asked if these are aliens, extraterrestrials coming to coming to get us. It's just it's so so bizarre. But let's listen. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. What? She's, she's actually being asked about E.T., for Christ's sake. But that wasn't the first time. We also had a general, General Van Herc. Uh, and he was on a conference call with a New York Times reporter, Helene Cooper, I believe her name is. And she's asking, have you ruled out UFOs? Well, I mean, they are UFOs, I guess. But have you ruled out space aliens? <laughs> are these serious people? Uh, it just, it, let's listen, an actual general, a United States military man. Uh, I believe that he was talking about NORAD, the, uh, the, 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 the what did she call it yesterday? Uh, she didn't know what to call it. A pact we have with Canada uh, to uh, oversee the, the skies above North America. Uh, I'm sorry, a pact with Canadia. Canadia, as Can- yeah. KJP called it, Canadia. So a New York Times reporter gets on the conference call with a general and goes there, says, uh, could these be space aliens? This is so insane. What we're, what we're witnessing, what we're living through. Are they ever going to tell us what's going on? Are people just going to be free to speculate? Is every conspiracy theorist out there just going to start talking about friggin' space aliens and we're not going to know what these actual objects were uh, <laughs> over, over our country? The things that we're shooting down, they're probably Chinese. That'd be my guess. 
but I don't know. They won't tell us. Let's listen to this exchange with the New York Times and a U.S. general. Hi, thanks, Pat, and thanks for doing this. This is for General Van Herc. Uh, because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials, and if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. And thanks for the question, Helene. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. What, what, what is this? What are you doing, sir, General? You say, let me help you out here. When someone says that, you say, of course, we're ruling out extraterrestrials, you weirdo. I mean, I know the New York Times is a joke, but that's an actual report from the New York Times asking about extraterrestrial, like like ET or as a, are we, is this going to be war of the worlds? I'm a little more concerned that uh, that Russia is building up uh, for a major offensive, threatening to use, use nukes. The Chinese have so, so little respect for us that they're sending spy balloons across the country. Uh, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm a cynic. I just don't think uh, I don't think it's a possibility that these are uh, extraterrestrials. I have a friend I've, I've told this before, and he's uh, he's an MIT. He had a Ph.D. from MIT. He's a brilliant guy. And he said they have essentially uh, already ruled out uh, life uh, on other planets. He says they've, they've seen every possible planet for like a hundred billion light years they've already, they've, and there's nothing. They've heard nothing, seen nothing. The science community does not believe there's life out there. Uh, and I don't either. And neither does general Van Herc. Why is he even uh, indulging this idiot? Oh, I mean, I understand KJP. That's the more, that to me is the most coherent answer she's ever had. She, she actually spoke clearly without looking at her notes but, uh, and good for her, but she's not telling the truth. Yes, they have ruled out uh, space aliens. I hate to break it to you. They've ruled out uh, extraterrestrials. But it, isn't it amazing that that happened over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one a day. It happened two hours before the kickoff of the Super Bowl. We shot down a, uh, uh, that was the, uh, the octagon object only 20,000 feet up over Lake Huron. That was two days ago. And Joe Biden did not appear in public yesterday. I believe he's going to be somewhere today. He's hopefully going to be asked about it. How long can we go without them telling us who is invading us? Who, who are these people and what are they doing and, and what's next? Kind of important. Kind of important. I, I, to me, I find it more important than junk fees. I don't like junk fees. I don't like expensive concert tickets, but nor um, even worse, I would say, is uh, is uh, flying objects that we don't know where they're from flying over our country, and our our government, our president, won't tell us what they are. Just in in total insanity. But uh, I guess maybe we'll hear from uh, from uh, the the president or the vice president. You know, she'll be somewhere today talking about electric school buses and don't you love electric school buses 
just pathetic. But uh, we'll be, I'll be, be, I mean, you got a theory, Ironhead, or do you believe that there could be space aliens? I mean, I, I, I want there to be, because that would make this a lot easier <laughs> to understand, but I have no idea. It's definitely uh, I, uh, something, it's, it's definitely a country they don't want to go to war with that they don't want to stir up crap. And uh, I don't know. It feels it feels like something big is is brewing. It feels like yep. something is roiling, and uh, it's all happening at once. I mean, we're having you know train derailments and, uh, and and Ukraine and the southern border. It's all coming apart. And the buffoon in the White House is tweeting about concert tickets. We I thought it was bizarre when he included it in his seventy two minute State of the Union. But he's tweeting out on the day the fires are burning and, and the day the, uh, the Ukraine, the, uh, Russia's uh, invading or uh, uh, stepping things up in Ukraine. And he's tweeting about concert tickets. Who's telling him to do that? Who's, who's advising him to do that? Oh, he's also saying it's time to give uh, public school teachers a raise. Uh, that's, uh, that's, you know, they just had, what, a year off? Now he wants to give them a raise. Uh, but... I guess we shouldn't expect any more, any better from the president. Today, I think we're going to find out just how many people are sick in Ohio and, and the media may be forced to actually cover it. Maybe not. You never know. Uh, but and today, uh, uh, any decent reporter is not standing for this anymore. They're demanding to know what we are shooting down. But all right, let's get to some of our... Uh, some of the bad girls in the news today. I want to get to uh, I want to get to this Chelsea Handler video that's making the rounds and uh, and Sonny Houston's analysis of the Super Bowl, which is priceless. And you know what? I think we dropped the ball yesterday. The biggest story, according to uh, some people in the media, some talk radio stations, the biggest story from Super Bowl Sunday was uh, once again a crotch grab. It's happened before. It happened again. We didn't really get into it yesterday. The crotch grab and the subsequent sniff, pretty disgusting. And I want to know from all those people who told me I had to like Rihanna, you know, Big Cat and others said, you have to like Rihanna. Do I really have to like a woman who goes in front of 100 million people, grabs her crotch and sniffs it? We'll get into that, too. But first, are you looking to protect your money from Biden's America? Well, right now you can get up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last just for taking action in today's uncertain times. That's exactly why I've partnered with a great company, Gold Co. So you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They're a six-time Inc. 5000 winner, a 2022 company of the year with thousands of five-star reviews. And they've helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last if you call them today. Qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Don't pass this up. Not while companies are laying off workers by the tens of thousands and Chinese spy balloons are drifting over our country consequence-free. Protect yourself from Biden's America and see if you're eligible for up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last. Call 855-735-3740 today. That's 855-735-3740. I want to get to Mayor Wu, too. Here's an update from uh, Boston. We told you last week that they were putting together a panel, <laughs> a panel to study reparations 
which in and of itself is scary. They're literally talking about doing what San Francisco has done to come up with a proposal to give uh, people, many of whom aren't ancestors of slaves, take money from people who aren't ancestors of slaveholders and give it to people who aren't ancestors of slaves uh, in places where they didn't have slavery, like San Francisco. And you wonder if other cities will follow suit. Um, uh, We asked that uh, last week and we found out Boston was putting together a panel of people to study ways to go forward with this insanity. And, and they did. And uh, the panel sounds perfectly impartial and unbiased. They have two high school juniors and a UMass student, two kids. They have a Black Lives Matter uh, organizer. So it's only a panel of 10 and they have two high school kids and a college kids. And everyone on the panel is an activist, is, uh, is a BLM supporter. I'm not sure who's going to, you know, push back. I'm not sure who's going to debate these people. They're going to come up with a totally, totally incoherent, insane idea to just give money to take money from white people and Asian people and whoever, and give it to black people, regardless of whether their family suffered from slavery. Uh, again, uh, they, they came up with in San Francisco. The idea is to give $5 million dollars to each resident, black resident of San Francisco and $97, $97,000 a year from now to the end of time. So this panel with a bunch of uh, activists and a bunch of kids is going to come up with, I think at the end of the, I'm, I'm not sure when the proposal is supposed to is due, but I'm just going to tell you, it's going to look a lot like the one in San Francisco, which is utter madness. These people should be ashamed of themselves. Mayor Wu, Liz Warren, and that's her that's her, her, her mentor. Uh, anyone who takes this seriously, Ayanna Presley, anyone who poisons the minds of these kids, these, these high school juniors, and you're telling them, here, come up with a way that white people can give black people money. You're, I don't blame the kids. They're gonna want five million bucks, just like San Francisco. I blame the teachers, the parents, the leaders, the adults, and I guess the mayor doesn't qualify, but uh, you, you, are, you are infecting these poor kids' minds, and they're going to come up with this crazy, divisive, racist idea, and no good will come of it, none. It'll, all it will do is further divide the races and fur, further poison the minds of young people. And uh, they, I mean, even if they had a couple of people who were willing to you know, debate it, discuss it, look at both sides, they come up with some crazy proposal, but this is just a green light. Let's go for it. Let's do what San Francisco did. Let's pit the races against each other. That should help. This is, uh, and I guess this is what the mayor does when she's not riding around on electric school buses, because if the, if the city of Boston, this little dot on the map spends millions and millions on electric school buses, somehow we're going to change the weather. Speaking of which, why would you want to? Global warming is, is okay with me. I don't, there's, we got no winter in New England this year, which is fine by me. You know, I, I think we should. I think we should go back to leaded gas and, and more uh, more SUVs, <laughs> more car farts, more plastic straws. This stuff is uh, okay by me. Yeah, bring full size Hummers back. You bring back the 
bring back the gas-powered Hummer, not yeah. the electric Hummer that Biden was driving that cost 110000 That's right. Bring yeah. back the old uh, gas-powered Hummer if it means uh, less frigid winters, nicer springs and falls, I'm all in. Why does no one ever talk about that? The good side, the bright side of global warming. By the way, I, I, I went looking through Biden's tweets, looking for, you know, the junk feed, and, and half the tweets are about climate, 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 climate. Again, this... This thing in Ohio is one of the biggest climate catastrophes you'll ever see. And they don't even go there. They don't even talk about it. The bombing in the Nord Stream pipeline could be the biggest climate uh, emissions spewer in, in human history. And it was caused by the Biden administration. We know that now. We kind of suspected that, but we know that now. And it's like, no concern. But here's the other thing you didn't... Uh, Tweet about yesterday, Joe Biden, and I'm pretty sure you won't be tweeting about it today or talking about it. Inflation through the roof. Look at some of these numbers. Just amazing. This is how many days? This is uh, six days uh, after he did a State of the Union where he was boasting and bragging about the economy. It's just amazing. Fuel oil is up 27.7%. Uh, <laughs> airline fares, 25.6%. Potatoes, 12%. Bread, eggs up 70%. And real average hourly earnings down 1.8%. You know what he's going to do today? He's going to just flat out lie. He's going to say wages are up, prices are down. That's the strategy. Just say the sky is purple. Tell people, you know, up is down, left is right. It's very Orwellian. I guess it's the only thing he can do. If he tells the truth, he's going to sound like Jimmy Carter and he doesn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And he has no problem lying. He is, he, we know that's one thing he has no problem doing. It's lying. All right. We got so much more to get to. Iron. Let me do the, uh, let's get to, uh, let's get to Chelsea Handler. Cause this thing is going viral today. Chelsea Handler is just a repulsive human being. She really is not funny, not creative. Not witty, but she's she's woke. She's oh, I'm sorry, I can't say woke. We'll get to. <laughs> we'll Watch get your to mouth, Jerry. Watch right. your mouth. <laughs> you know what? She might be prescient here, because that's how this generally happens. They don't like the word woke, and they've taken a straight. I'll do Soledad, and then we'll get to Chelsea. Soledad O'Brien, who is just a, 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 more than anyone, perhaps more than you know, Buttigieg, or, uh, uh, is obsessed with race and everything she tweets, everything she says is. This is racist. You're racist. Well, she's going she's probably leading the pack on this one. She says, uh, woke somebody. Oh, oh, it's Marjorie Taylor green. I'm sorry. Marjorie Taylor green, uh, praised, uh, Chris Stapleton for the anthem, uh, at the Super Bowl. A lot of people did. It was a very good, very emotional. It, it helped by the way that Sirianni, uh, coach Sirianni was, um, uh, crying, weeping during it, that kind of helped with the, make it seem even more passionate and emotional. But it was a good anthem by a, a damn good uh, performer. He's not the, he's not, uh, he's a little woke himself, but I, I don't want to get to that. He's better than uh, most of the singers and performers these days, or, the, or a less woke at least. But Marjorie Taylor Greene says, praises Chris Sapleton, and then says, we could have gone without the rest of the wokeness which is obvious. It was followed up by the, or it was preceded by the black national anthem. Uh, then we saw all the, every, you know, went through it yesterday. And uh, Soledad O'Brien actually tweets. So reporters, for many people, woke means black people, or more likely a racist slur. 
So maybe do a better job in interviews when people talk about wokeness. McKay. What the hell is McKay? She's saying McKay. 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 She's talking down to everybody. She's terrible on Twitter. I actually stopped following her because it's just so tedious. Uh, And then she follows it up. Someone comments on it and she follows it up and says, woke is the new N word. (laughs) N word, which is the worst thing in the English language. And obviously no one uses it. No one says it. Uh, But do you have have the follow up tweet, which he flat out says it's the new N word. Yeah. Give me one second. If that catches on and some people will run with it. I could see that happen. I could see them saying we can't say woke anymore. We'll have to come up with another word. I'm getting kind of sick of the word woke anyway. But uh, I think you kind of you kind of dilute the, the the effect of the N word when you say it's hmm, just like woke. I've never, okay. I've never I mean, heard a single person refer to this like this ever. Well, it has to be in somewhere, and Solid Solidad O'Brien is just the person to do it again. Everything she says, everything she does is just, I mean, she's, she's made a fortune too. She's had a good career, but everyone's racist and everyone's discriminating against her. She said, I've discovered that some people use it as a synonym for the N word. Woke? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not even close. That, 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 that's laughable. She's laughable. What a joke. Honest to God. But uh, all right, let's, and you know what? I'm going to go in reverse order. Soledad O'Brien, we'll start with the dumbest and we'll work our way up to Chelsea Handler because Sonny Huston is another just race-obsessed f- fraud. I mean, honest to God, she she watched that Super Bowl. She uh, watched everything, you know, the pregame, the halftime, like we all did, took it all in. I assume she was probably watching with some people, her family, her husband, friends, I don't know. And she comes away with the conclusion, and I know she's not a big football fan. She's not, she's, she's again, obsessed with race. So the two black quarterbacks thing was still, it was still a thing yesterday. I mean, honestly, she says the only thing that it would made the game better for me is, is, you know, finally we know that black quarterbacks can lead teams and are smart enough to lead teams. What? (laughs) Black quarterbacks. She decided, yeah, uh, Sunday. She uh, she decided Sunday that black quarterbacks could lead teams. Uh, is this is this the sound from from the view? Yep. This this kills brain cells. I just want to give you a warning. But this is the girls. <laughs> yeah. This is the girls discussing their takeaways from that spectacular Super Bowl, which was ruined by the officials and all the things that went on around it. This is what this is what they came away with. The only thing that would have made it better for me is, you know, finally we know that black quarterbacks can lead teams and are smart enough to lead teams. I would like to see... I I always knew that. That was never a question. We knew that. But, you know, it takes people a minute to catch up. How about some black owners? Some black owners. She wants some black owners. Well, you know, save up your money, Sonny. <laughs> we need some black owners. How do, you, how do you do that? A black guy wants to buy a team. He can buy a team. Are, you supposed to, are they supposed to, like, find, like, give him one? I don't know how that's supposed to work. Maybe she can come up with a proposal. But she watched that game, Jalen Hurts against Mahomes. Great duel. They both played great. Mahomes was better because he didn't turn the ball over, and Jalen Hurts put it on the ground, and that killed him. But anyway. And Mahomes gutted through the injury. It was spectacular. 
And her takeaway is finally we know that black quarterbacks are smart enough to lead teams. Well, I hope no one tells her what ha- who won three years ago. Wait till she finds out who won three years ago. Or even better, wait till she finds out who won the Super Bowl 35 years ago. <laughs> so, so Doug Williams wins the Super Bowl 35 years ago. Mahomes and Russell Wilson won the Super Bowl. And uh, Patrick Mahomes won three years ago. And she decided Sunday was the day she realized people are going to people people will finally uh, see that black quarterbacks can win Super Bowls. At some point, do you just say this wasn't about race? This race has nothing to do with. Nobody cares about race. They're watching football. They're watching quarterback play. Great quarterback play. It doesn't matter what race his mother and father were, but. I guess you can't expect much better from the view. I didn't even see what they had to say about Rihanna, but somehow we missed this in its all its glory. We talked about it briefly yesterday, about the uh, halftime show, which was terrible, and any honest person admits it. A lot of people who were mad at me last year for kind of trolling them about the halftime show uh, agreed with me this year, including Ironhead, that it was dreadful. It was truly dreadful performance by Rihanna. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how high the lift thing carries her. I'm talking about the song. I'm talking about the music, the words, the, the you know, it, I guess the performance as well. But if you want to give credit to the person who designed this set where some, where the stage gets lifted up into the sky, great. But that doesn't make it a great performance or even a decent performance. It was awful. And I was scolded by many people on Twitter and usual people say, you just didn't like it because she's black. I'm like, what? I mean, you, you think I'd uh, like that if, if Rihanna weren't black? And they were all, you know, what's his face? Uh, Big Cat said, you can't, you have to like Rihanna. And which is silly. I mean, he's just pandering. Um, I, I didn't, we didn't focus on the crotch grab. In during the show, Rihanna grabbed her crotch and then smelled her fingers and put her fingers in her mouth. And I assume the network is going to have lots of, oh, the FCC will get lots of complaints. But uh, the New York Post says they talked to the producer for uh, Boomer Esiason and uh, Boomer and what's his face, the other guy. Uh, And they said they had more calls and talked more about the crotch grab than the game, which is too bad. It was a great, great game. A lot to talk about. I, you know, we talked about all of it yesterday, but people were more interested in talking about Rihanna grabbing her crotch. Is that a thing, by the way, grabbing your crotch and sniffing it in the middle of a, <laughs> middle of a concert? What a bizarre, what a bizarre thing to do. Oh, I got pictures of it. She did it, man. She did it. And she's pregnant. And she's a mother. She's had a kid nine months ago and she's pregnant again. And she's sticking her hand in her. Ooh. Anyway, I don't care what big cat says or anybody else says. I think she sucks. Is that okay? Can I say that? Is this the crowd? Oh, there it is. Jesus. I guess I wasn't focused. I wasn't paying that close attention. Maybe I was looking at the dancers. I don't know. Maybe I've, I was. I've seen, I've seen worse stuff. things, Jerry. Yeah, you think Michael Jackson grabbing the quatch was worse? That, to me, sexy. I was there for the Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson thing, and I didn't see that either. I mean, it was I was in the press box. It was hard to see exactly what was going on down there. But, you know, when the game was over, the stuff hit the fan, and everyone was talking about the, the nip slip. Uh, and you would think 
they'd say, can you just do your, everyone's going to love you because you're, you know, you're Rihanna and you got great choreographers and all that and you're famous and everyone's going to say how great it is. But uh, could you just not rub your crotch? Could you just leave that out? Seems strange, but uh, why? What, what did these guys, what did the bar stool guys say about it? This is them talking about you actually. About me? Oh, I didn't even know this. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> I just saw it. I just grabbed okay, it. Okay, let's, let's hear what my uh, old friend Portnoy had to say. In the bar, everyone was singing along to like every fucking second. I couldn't even tell if I, I was confused. Then I saw videos from the bar. It was the bar making all that noise. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, I, I did. There's a lot of people in, in in like who didn't like that though. By the way, yeah, Jerry Callahan, I saw. He's an old crusty it's white very, guy no, who borderline doesn't even like anybody who's not an old crusty white guy. It's very he didn't like 50, it. fifty that it's like. If she, Are they all old crusty white guys? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. It's just not though, guys. Well, like, yeah, but you don't like like uh, Picasso and Mozart and anything that's good. You hate. We- KFC on the bottom left was on your side. KFC. Wow. I didn't know that. He didn't like it either. And which is that's that's uh, bold to work at Barstool and actually uh, criticize Rihanna. I didn't I think, think that was allowed. I think both sides can be right, though, because I think her songs are pretty good. That halftime show in particular was just not good. I mean, I had lots of, you know, uh, what's his, uh, Turtle Boy said that, you know, that he he disagreed with me last year. But he said, calls too. it the laziest, the laziest performance ever. And that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like she was all that into it, you know? Felt yeah. like she just had to show up and she know she knows people like Portnoy and Big Cat and so many others will just fall over themselves because she's Rihanna and, and it's a pretty big elaborate production. But you can't honestly say it sounded good. She didn't even put any effort into the lip syncing. I, I mean, it was the worst effort I've ever seen from a lip syncer. You know, usually you're supposed to try to fool them a little bit, aren't you? Or maybe not. I don't know. But I thought it sounded awful. I thought it looked kind of uh, just messy. And uh, I, I definitely, I, I definitely thought it looked cool. Uh, the lip syncing threw me off because it was. I mean, I, I was obviously trolling my my tweet, which you know uh, was I sent out before the show started. And then I tweeted again and said, you know, that was just a troll job. Let's tell the real truth. It was friggin' awful <laughs> and it was awful. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably didn't think, I don't know. I probably didn't think the who or Paul McCartney were great either. Uh, but I guess I, I'm supposed to say they were because I'm a crotchety old white guy. I still think uh, a Kenny Chesney or a Tim McGraw would be good one of these years. You I know, guess for us crotchety yeah. white guys. Yeah, I guess Prince uh, is like uh, regarded as the best halftime show ever. Yes, yes, and it was great. Oh wait, no, it's not. But Prince, uh, let me uh, let me check. Uh, so Prince, uh, oh right, these men of color. Uh, it was it was awful. <laughs> I'm supposed to say that these people are insane. Here's why. People aren't honest because they don't want to deal with that kind of criticism, that kind of lazy. Oh, he only likes white guys. I mean, I I, I there and go. So I'm supposed to be intimidated to the point where I say I love that show, even if I don't. That's how it's supposed to work. That's how they win. And I still think Portnoy should have fired half the staff when they criticized him and called him racist when he went to the White House. That was that was a disgrace. A thousand. I don't even know. I, I didn't see KFC's tweets or anything, but uh, I didn't even know Portnoy loved it. You know, Portnoy, I mean, I guess he has to say that. He runs the company. He has to stay woke. All right. He's woke. Good for him. All right. We got Sonny. We got Rihanna. Let's do my girl, Chelsea. 
Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down Shea Concrete. They've got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs that will fit your home. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the talk of the town, the envy of the neighborhood. Shea will take care of all this. They remove the old stairs. You don't want to have to do that yourself. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's not an expense. This is an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to SheaConcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 to 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. Chelsea is is pathetic. And I guess, you know what, she is sort of trolling us. She knows how she sounds and looks. Um, and she knows she pisses off in her mind, all the right people, but she made a video talking about how great it is to be childless. She's a 47 year old, probably technically an alcoholic. She likes to brag about how much she drinks. I know somebody, this is, uh, this is inside stuff here. Ironhead who rented her a house, a vacation house for like a month. And the first thing she did was order a big freezer and like a big, a big refrigerator just for all the booze and wine and ice to, to get her through the week, which is fine. And by the way, it was up in Maine. They had a party. And I think it was Laura Bush and like a couple other Bushes went to Chelsea Handler's party. Strange. But you know what they all bonded on? I was told this, someone from Insiders. They all got together. They all had one thing in common. They all hated Trump. Everybody at the party. And that was one requirement. It's like working at ESPN. The one requirement to go to Chelsea's party, you had to hate Trump. So they all walked in and talked about just how much they hated the uh, president. He was the president at the time. It was a couple of years ago. But uh, So she makes a video about all the virtues, all the glory of having no kids. Uh, and it's so absurd and silly if you I'll try to uh, narrate it a little bit for if you don't if you can't see it but she has on the screen she has graphics on the screen she talks and then she does bizarre things like dancing and climbing mountains she says a day in the life of a childless woman uh, I'm gonna we'll get to the flaws when we're done but let's just watch go ahead this is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6 a.m. I remember that I have no kids to take to school, so I take an edible, masturbate, and go back to sleep. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. and get ready for a busy day of doing whatever the f*** I feel like. I put on my most impractical and stylish shoes since I won't be chasing a child around the grocery store. I go to my fave spot in Paris to grab a croissant. I do a meditation sesh on the plane since I have no screaming kids, allowing me all the time in the world to become enlightened. The weightlessness of my existence has granted me superhuman powers. I teleport myself back home. Then I get ready for a night out with whatever hot guy I met on Raya that morning. I call up a babysitter and tell her that I don't need her since I still don't have kids. 
now it's time for a workout, so I hit Mount Everest for a quick climb. I invent a time machine, go back in time, and kill Hitler. Crazy bastard! It's amazing what you can do when you have this much free time. And that's a day in the life of a childless woman. This I, this is so, so incredibly stupid. If you were to, wanted to do this and came up with all the things you could do because you have no kids, that's wonderful. I mean, I think it's like a, this is, she's protesting too much. This is a sad old woman. By the way, she's 47. She wouldn't be chasing a toddler around. She'd be visiting her kid in college or going to the kid's wedding. I don't think if you're 47, you have like a 20-year-old or a 25-year-old. I don't think you have to worry about uh, bringing them to school, honey. But if you weren't watching, she literally comes up with things she can do that aren't real. You know, she goes to Paris and then climbs Mount Everest and then, I don't know, shoots Hitler. I don't even understand that. Well, but why don't you just do things that you can do? You know, you can pick up a moment's notice and hell, had travel with a friend and go whatever if you're and, and go on vacation or stay up late or things like you can do that maybe some mother of little kids would be would would envy. But I, I got news for her. women with children. They can pretend to climb Mount Everest show also. They can pretend to shoot Hitler also. What what is that? I don't even understand the the point of having fake things that you do because you don't have kids. Why not have real things? All all I know is that she's uh, for global warming and against guns, and she used a gun and flew to Paris for no reason in this video. Yeah. Flew to, flew to Mount Everest, too. But it's just, I mean, everybody is killing her on uh, on Twitter and probably everywhere on social media because, A, it's not even the least bit funny. Usually she's so goofy and just so tries to be edgy, and she'll say something mildly funny on occasion. Did yeah. you have any yucks there, chuckles there in that uh, minute video? No, nah, it was it was uncomfortable <laughs> because I mean, everybody's pointing out that, the, you know, they live for their kids. Nobody, no, most people don't have kids and regret it. Most people don't watch her go back to eat an edible and go back to bed and say, gosh, I wish I didn't have kids. In fact, nobody watches that and says, I wish I didn't have kids. Uh, <laughs> you're, I think she regrets her childless life. I think she is at heart a, Sad, soulless, old woman, and it ain't gonna get any better, uh, Chelsea. Too late now. Uh, it's like one of those people say, "Oh, I don't have kids. I have a dog." And you go, "What? That's not the same thing. Two different." Uh, but uh, anyway, good luck to whoever's uh, sleeping with Chelsea tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Although I have to admit, going back to bed until twelve thirty. Having an edible and going back to bed doesn't sound too bad. That sounds pretty nice, actually. All right, we got to wrap this up. But before we go, I got to remind everybody about that uh, big news from Newsmax. I'm sure you've heard about it. DirecTV removed Newsmax. It was purely political. It is it is wrong. This is cancel culture here. Uh, Newsmax uh, canceled OAN last year, and now they're uh, canceling, um, I mean, DirecTV canceled OAN. Now they're canceling Newsmax. It's, it's, they're the fourth highest rated. We're the fourth highest rated cable channel. Lots of great shows. Greg Kelly, uh, Rob Schmidt, uh, Rob Finity, our guy in the morning. Uh, lots of people have spoken out about this. Trump, Trump has said people should cancel their DirecTV, but you can call AT&T or DirecTV now. You can call uh, 877-NEWSMAX, and they will connect you to DirecTV. TV. That's pretty cool. 
and let your voices be heard. That's 877 Newsmax. They will help you. They'll tell you how to how to uh, make your voice heard. And this maybe, hopefully, this will get uh, reversed. We can't allow this. There, There's 22, I don't even know this, 22 cable news channels. They have some obscure ones you've never heard of. They're on there. They're fine. But the second biggest conservative one, the fourth biggest one, uh, a a channel lots of people watch and love, they cancel because they don't like their politics. It's wrong, as as everybody knows. But uh, that will do it for today. Thank you to everybody for listening. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks it takes- Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.